Hello, this is Sophia Warren, and welcome back to the SMW Podcast Bible Reading for All Ages. Today we're going to read chapters 14 to 18. Let's begin. Chapter 14. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to turn back and encamp near Piharoth, before Megdol and the sea. They are to encamp by the sea, directly opposite Baal-Zephon. Pharaoh will think, The Israelites are wandering around the land in confusion hemmed in the desert and i will harden pharaoh's heart but he will pursue himself but i will gain glory for myself though pharaoh and all his army and the egyptians will know that i am the lord so the israelites did this when the king of egypt was told that the people had fled pharaoh and his officials changed their minds about them and said what have we done what have why have we let the Israelites go and have lost their services? So he had his chariot made ready and took his army with him. He took six hundred of the best chariots along with the other chariots of Egypt, his officers all over with them. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, that he pursued the Israelites who are marching out boldly. The Egyptians, all Pharaoh's horses and chariots, Horsemen and troops pursued the Israelites and overtook them as they camped by the sea near Pharaoh, opposite Baal-Zephon. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, What is it? Because there are no graves. In Egypt, that you brought us to the desert to die, we have done this by bringing us. You have done this by bringing us out of Egypt. Didn't we say to you in Egypt, "Leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians"? It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses answered the people, "Do not be afraid. Stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians will see today." You will, the Egyptians will see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. If the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that will so they will go after them. And I will gain glory through through Pharaoh and all his army through the chariots of his horsemen. And Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh and his chariots and his horsemen. Then the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of Israel's army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also removed from the foot and stood behind them coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel. Throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to one side and light to the other, so neither went to all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea black, all the strong wind, and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground, with a wall of water on their right and on their left, and the Egyptians pursued them. 
All Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. During the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from a pillar of fire, a cloud and cloud at the Egyptian army and threw it into confusion. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so that they had difficulty driving, and the Egyptians said, Let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting with them against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea so that the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at daybreak the sea went back to its place. The Egyptians were fleeing toward it. It was the Lord swept at the wind of the sea. The water flowed back and covered the chariots and horsemen. The entire army of Pharaoh that had followed the Israelites into sea, not one of them survived. But the Israelites who went through the sea on dry ground, with the wall of water on their right and the other on the left. The day the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the shore. And when the Israelites saw the mighty hand of the Lord displayed against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and put their trust in him and in Moses his servant. Chapter 15 The Song of Moses and Miriam Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he is exalted. Both horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God, I, and I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior, the Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army has hurled, in, hurled into the sea. The best of Pharaoh's officers are drowned into the Red Sea. The deepest waters have covered them. They sink to the depths like a stone. Your right hand, Lord, your majestic power, your right hand, Lord, shattered the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you threw down those who opposed you. You unleashed your burning anger. It consumed them like stubble. By the blast of your nostrils, the water piled up. The surging water stood up like a wall. The deep waters congealed in the part of the sea. An enemy boasted, I will pursue. I will overtake them. I will divide the spoils. I will gorge myself on them. I will draw my sword and my hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath, and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who among the gods is like you, Lord? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome and in glory, working wonders? But in your unfailing love you will lead with your holy dwelling, and with your mighty tremble, anguish with grip, and people of Philistia. The chiefs of Edom will be terrified. The leaders of Moab will be seized with trembling. The people of Canaan will melt away. Terror and dread will fall on them. By the power of your arm, they will be as still as a stone. Until your people pass the Lord, until the people you brought to pass by, you will bring them in and plant them. On the mountain of your inheritance, the place, Lord, you made for your dwelling, the sanctuary, Lord, your hands established. The Lord reigns forever and ever. When Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and horsemen went into the sea, 
The Lord brought the waters from the sea back over them, but the Israelites walked through the sea on dry ground. Then Miriam the prophet, Aaron's sister, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women followed her with timbrels and dancing. Miriam sang to them, Sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. Both horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. The waters of Marah and Elim. When Moses led Israel from the Red Sea, that they went to in the desert of Shur, for three days they traveled in the desert without finding water. When they came to Marah, they could not drink its water because it was bitter. That is why the place is called Marah. So the people grumbled against Moses, saying, What are we to drink? Then Moses cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, and the water became fit to drink. Then the Lord issued the ruling and instruction for them, and pulled them to a test. He said, If you listen carefully to the Lord, your God, and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring you any of diseases that I brought on Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals them. Then they came to Elim, where there were twelve springs and sent plenty palm trees, and they camped there near the water. Chapter 16 Mana and Quail The whole Israelite community set out to Elim and came to the desert of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinah. And on the fifteenth day of the second month after they had come out of Egypt in the desert, the whole community in the desert grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died in the Lord's hand of Egypt. There we sat pots and meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us into the desert and starved to this entire assembly to death. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them to see whether they follow in my instructions. In the sixth day, they are to prepare what they bring in. That is to be twice too much as they gather on the other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening that you will know that it was the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, and in the morning that you will see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your grumbling against them. Who are we that you should grumble against us? Moses said, you, We will know that you are the Lord when he gives that he is the Lord. When he gives you meat and eats them in the evening, all the bread you want in the morning, because he has heard your grumbling against him. Who are we? You are not grumbling against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to the entire Israelite community, Come before the Lord, for he has heard your grumbling. While Aaron was speaking to the whole Israelite community, they looked toward the, des the desert there was the glory of the Lord appearing in a cloud. The Lord said to Moses, I have heard the grumbling of the Israelites. Tell them, at twilight you will eat meat, and in the morning you will be filled with bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. That evening quail came and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the dew was gone, the thin 
flakes, like frost on the ground, appeared on the desert floor. When the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread the Lord has given to you. This is what the Lord commanded. Everyone is to gather as much as they need. Take an omer for each person that you have had in your tent. The Israelites did much as they were told. Some gathered much, some little. And when they measured it by the omer, the one who gathered much did not have too much. The one who gathered little did not have too little. Everyone had gathered just as much as they needed. Then Moses said to them, No one is to keep any of this until morning. However, some of them said no attention to Moses. Then Moses was full of it until morning. But it was full of maggots and began to smell. So Moses was angry with them. Each morning, everyone gathered as much as they needed, and when the sun grew hot, it melted away. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much, two omers for each person. And the leaders of the community came and reported to this Moses. He said to them, This is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow is to be a day of Sabbath rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. So bake what you want to bake, and boil what you want to boil. Serve whatever is left, and keep until morning. They saved it until morning, and Moses commanded it. And it did not stink and get, or get maggots in it. Eat it today, Moses said, because today is a Sabbath to the Lord. You will not find any of it on the ground today. Six days you are not to gather it, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will not be any. Nevertheless, some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather it, but they found none. Then the Lord said to Moses, How long will you refuse to keep my commands and my instructions? Bear in mind that the Sabbath that the Lord has given you, that is why the sixth day he gives you bread for two days. Everyone is to stay where they are on the seventh day. No one is to go out. Then the Lord rested on the seventh day. The people of Israel called the bread manna. It was like corundier seed and was tasted like wafers made with honey. Moses said, This is what the Lord had commanded. Take an omer and manna. And keep it from the generations to come, so that they may eat the bread I gave you. Chapter 17 Water from the Rock The whole Israelite community set out from the desert of Sin, traveling from place to place as the Lord commanded. They camped in Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. So they quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. Moses replied, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you put the Lord to the test? But the people were thirsty for water there, and they grumbled against Moses. They said, Why do you bring us out of Egypt and make us and our children to live stock and livestock die of thirst? Then Moses cried out to the Lord, What am I to do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. But the Lord answered Moses, Go out in front of the people. Take with you some of the elders of Israel. And take in your hand and the staff which you struck the Nile and go. 
I will stand there before you in the rock of Harem. Strike the rock, and water will come out of it for people to drink. So Moses did this in the in the land of Massa and Meribah. Because the Israelites quarreled, and because the test is the Lord saying, Is the Lord among us or not? The Amalekites defeated. The Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of our men to go out and fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side and another, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this on a scroll as something to be remembered, and I will make sure that Joshua hears it, because I will completely blot out of the name of Amalek from under heaven. Moses built an altar and called it to the Lord, and called it, The Lord is my banner, he said, because hands were lifted up against the throne of the Lord. The Lord will be at war against the Amalekites from generation to generation. Chapter 18. Jethro visits Moses. Now Jethro, the priest of Midian and father-in-law of Moses, heard of everything God had done to Moses and his people, and how the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt. After Moses had sent away his wife Zipporah, his father-in-law Jethro received her and her two sons. One son was named Jershom. For Moses said, I have become a foreigner in a foreign land. And the other was named Elzir, for he had said, My father's God was in my helper. He saved me from the sword of Pharaoh. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, together with Moses' sons and wives, and wife, came to him in the wilderness, where he was camped near the mountain of God. Jethro has sent word to him. I, your father-in-law, Jethro, am coming to you and with your wife and her two sons. So Moses went out to meet his father-in-law and bowed down and kissed him. They greeted each other and they went to the tent. Moses told his father-in-law about everything the Lord had done for Pharaoh and the Egyptians for Israel's sake. Jethro was delighted to hear about the good things the Lord had done for Israel in recruiting them from the in rescuing them from the hand of the Egyptians. He said to them, Praise be to the Lord who rescued you from the hand of the Egyptians and of Pharaoh, and who rescued the people of the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that the Lord is greater than the all other gods. And then he did, for the, he did this to all other gods who had treated Israel arrogantly. Pharaoh, had treated God arrogantly. For praise the Lord, for God has wiped out the Egyptians from the face of the Israelites. They shall not harm the Israelites again. The next day, Moses took his seat to serve as judge for the people, 
and they stood around him from morning till evening. When his father-in-law saw that Moses was doing for the people, he said, What is this that you are doing to the people? Why do you sit alone as judge while all these people stand around you from morning till evening? Moses answered them, Because the people come to me to seek God's will. Whenever they have dispute, it is brought to me, and I will decline between the paratites and inform them that God's decrees and instructions. Moses' father-in-law replied, What are you doing is not good. You and these people who come to you will only figure yourselves, yourselves out. The work is too heavy for you. You cannot handle it alone. And listen to me. I will give you some advice. May God be with you. You must be the people's representative before God and bring their disputes to them. Teach them his decrees and instructions and show them a way that they are to live and how they are to behave. But select capable men for all the people, men who fear God, trustworthy men who hate dishonest gain, and appoint them as officials over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. Have them serve as judges for the people at all times, because have them bring every difficult case to you, the simple cases that they can decide for themselves. They will make your load higher and lighter, because they will share it with you. And if you do this, God so commands, you will be able to stand, stand against strain, and all these people will go home man satisfied. Or manifested. Moses listened to his father-in-law and did everything he said. He chose capable men from all Israel and made them leaders of the people, officials over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. They served as judges for the people at all times. The difficult cases they brought to Moses, but the simplest ones they decided themselves. Then Moses sent to his father-in-law his way and Jethro returned to his own country. That is all for today. I hope you like this new chapter. Stay tuned for the next episode. Have a blessed day. Good night.